everyone, I'm Ursula, and I want to welcome you to the You Are Strong podcast. In this space, I will share my experiences in reinventing my life, and I will not leave out any of the juicy details. My passion is to help women find strength in their struggle and feel confident in who they truly are at their core. On today's episode, we are going to talk about transforming from our old narratives and wounds that are no longer serving us. And let me tell you, I got wounds and they're multiplying. So grab my hand and let's discover how I've unbinded from these wounds and gifted myself a new way of thinking. Let's talk about transforming from our old narratives and wounds that no longer are serving us. I already had an awareness of my wounds, but this was still one of the hardest parts of my transformation. A great figurative way to look at this is, it's like I broke a bone a long time ago, but just wrapped it in some bandages so it never fully healed. And now I had to re-break it but this time fuse it back together. I had to be transparent, honest, and vulnerable with myself. I had to think about what in my life is no longer functional or essential. What scenario or situations are getting me frustrated, angry, and anxious? And where in my body do I hold on to this pain, anger, and frustration? What is harming me? And by harming me, I'm not necessarily only talking about the other people or situations that harm me. I'm also talking about how I'm internally doing harm to myself. Like when my feathers get ruffled, how I'm feeling fire building up in my chest, how I'm always feeling this heaviness or like a ton of bricks is just literally lying on my chest and it starts to become hard for me to breathe. I do not like to feel this way. So I knew that there were parts of me that I needed to destroy. Think about it this way. What are you fixated with? Figure out the core of this fixation. Then ask yourself, can I move forward with this? If the answer is no, it doesn't feel right, you have to destroy it and transform it into something new. You will never be able to fully abandon it because it is part of you. It's part of... What makes you who you are, it belongs to you. But what you can do is hold yourself accountable for that fixation and then gift yourself something new. Unbind yourself of this burden and gift yourself anew. Ah, that sounds so blissful. Okay, so how the heck do you do all this? I was completely stumped at first too. Like, find the core of my fixations. Um, So I'm like, I don't even know what that means. (laughs) How do I dig deeper? Um, I was all over the place. So I decided to write things down because that's what works for me. I grabbed my pen and my journal and I just started writing. Thinking about the things that light me up inside. The things that make me feel that rage in my chest and that burning fire feeling like the bricks are on top of me. What were the situations that made me feel that way? That is what I was fixated with and that is what was no longer serving me. Because who wants to walk around with fire and rage within themselves? Not very many people, I hope. 
So I could think about a lot of things in my early 20s, but I felt like I shed those qualities that no longer served me from back then. Back in my early 20s, I was judgmental, but I turned that judgment into being more genuine. I used to want, 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 want more. And then I transformed that wanting into knowing that I needed to look for needs rather than wants. I also used to focus on abundance, feeling like I had to have a lot of things. I'm the girl who would go shopping and still have tags on the clothes in my closet that I never wore. And now I've turned that into purging. I love getting rid of stuff. I don't buy just random things. And I also consider myself more of a minimalist. I was writing in my journal and I'm thinking, dang, I have shed so much and humbled myself so much in my first transformation that I went through in my early 30s. So it was hard for me to think of things I was doing emotionally or figuratively that didn't serve me now. But what kept drifting through my thoughts as I was writing was when a loved one, someone close to me, would push one of my emotional buttons how the rage would ignite and it would take me a while to move past that rage. These people could easily reach that trigger point that was just wrapped in that bandage and not fully healed. This is when I knew I had to do work. I still needed to dive way deeper and figure out where this rage was stemming from, figure out that core. So I continued writing and then I would read over what I wrote and I realized my core feelings revolved around fear, guilt, rage, unloved, abandonment, and urgency. That sounds like a mouthful, right? I mean, hey, I never said that I was perfect. Homegirls got problems, (laughs) I got wounds, and then multiplying. So I'm going to dig a little deeper into each of these because for me, I like to know why, where is this coming from? And that's just my personal thing for myself that I just like to know. So fear, my fear was revolved around people judging me. I felt obligated to others and fear of letting people down, pressure to make other people happy. Like, will they be mad at me? Will they think I'm a bad person? And then this trickled into the guilt. Feeling bad when I don't want to help people because I need to take care of myself. Also, thinking back to my childhood and how I felt guilty if I didn't do what my mom wanted or needed me to do. Then comes the rage. My rage ignites when I'm not feeling valued, not feeling cared for, not feeling appreciated, which then trickles into my unloved and abandonment issues. Now this is where things get a bit interesting. In regards to unloved, I truly feel that I don't really have a reason to feel that feeling. My parents wanted to have children. I was shown love throughout my childhood by both my mom and dad. My belief is that my unloved feelings stem from generational as well as gestational trauma. Have you ever thought, why am I fearful of this? Or why does this affect me in this way? Why do I care about this particular thing so much? Like, you know, some people have a fear of water, but never really know why or afraid of 
heights and don't really understand why they're afraid of heights. It's mind-boggling because you can't figure it out since you have no evidence within your personal life to back up that feeling. Well, we can carry generational, ancestral, and gestational trauma within us. I've read different research in regards to how many generations, and it seems to range from five to seven generations before us, and then we can continue to transfer these traumas onto generations after us. My father was born in Sicily in 1936. He was a child during World War II, and he's told me stories of hearing bombs going off while he was trying to sleep. He grew up very poor and also told me that the American soldiers would give him and his friends food. When my dad was five years old, his mother died, and instead of going to school, he was sent to work at the age of eight. He and his brothers worked to help their father support the family. Growing up during a war, poor, not knowing if you were going to have food to eat, losing his mother and being sent to work at such a young age, he felt unloved. And as he got older, he didn't know how to show love. My mom told me stories of how she actually didn't want children. But then something changed in her in her early 30s and her and my dad decided to have kids and my mom is type a personality like me so she planned to have two children and I was the firstborn so my mom was ecstatic to have me however my parents did not have the picture perfect marriage and I know that my mom had feelings of not being loved by my dad when I was in her womb. When she passed away, I had to go through all of her things and I found one of her journals where she wrote, I really want someone to love me. Love me for who I am and to cherish me. I want someone to lean on when times get rough. So my speculation of my unloved fixation is that it came from my dad's generational trauma and from my mom not feeling loved while I was in her womb. Abandonment. I am a product of divorced parents. They divorced when I was five years old. I was so young, I don't necessarily remember what emotions I was going through, but I do remember when my dad told me that he was going to be getting remarried. I mean, I remember this so vividly. It's like a movie that can play in my mind. I was nine years old. We didn't have a phone in our apartment in New York, so if we needed to use the phone, we needed to go to my grandparents' house. My dad called and told me that he had met someone and that they were gonna be getting married. And I remember asking him, does this mean I won't be able to sit in the front seat of your car anymore? Poor little nine-year-old me. <laughs> Not understanding how to express my emotions fully but that was the first time that I truly felt this abandonment feeling. My dad got married and he moved back to California. Then my mom, sister, and I moved from New York to Florida. More recently, my abandonment issues surfaced when my mom passed away. I felt lost. Losing my mom as she was the parent I grew up with, the parent who raised me, 
I kind of felt selfish for even feeling abandoned by her because it's not like she wanted to die and leave me. It was her time and I have faith that God wanted her with him and there was nothing that I could do about it. But I still think feeling abandoned is a natural feeling to feel when you lose a parent or a close loved one. The last thing that I had mentioned that I was fixated on was urgency. Like things have to get done right now. There is no waiting. I don't fully know where this one comes from, but I know that I feel pressure and tightness in my chest when I think something needs to be done right away, like right now. And I wanna be clear, I am not a procrastinator. I am type A, get stuff done two weeks or a week or more beforehand. So in reality, whatever needs to get done is most likely not an urgent matter, but I had a way of making it seem like it was. So like I said, I like to dig super deep. So that's why I try to figure out where these fixations come from. However, you don't necessarily have to do that. If you know that you're fixated on something, that something is not serving you, just get to the core of it and transform it. How did I transform? the fear, guilt, rage, unloved, abandoned, and urgency. I thought about words and phrases that would bring me peace. I transferred that fear of judgment and obligation to others into trust, trusting in myself, knowing that I am a good friend and good person. I transformed my guilt feeling bad when I don't want to help because I need to take care of myself, into courage, the courage to say no, to stand up for me. I transformed my rage, which revolved around my perception of how other people valued, cared for, and appreciated me, to compassion towards myself. I am enough. And I no longer need validation from others to know this. I transformed my unloved narrative to love. I am cared for. I was wanted and loved throughout my childhood and now. My hope here is that as I heal this wound, I'm also healing the generations before me and I'm not transferring this onto my boys and future generations. I also feel so much more love now from my mom and her death than I ever did when she was alive. I allowed for this wound to blind me of her love that she tried to show me while she was here on this earth. But I see so much clearer now. Abandonment from my dad when my parents divorced and he remarried and then the death of my mother has transformed into protected I am safe. I am cherished. I feel so blessed to have my mom guiding me from the heavens. Urgency. Oh, that frantic feeling of having to do it now, right now, has transformed into calmness. It's not that important. It can wait. Just chill, Ursula. Like I said earlier, you will never be able to fully abandon these wounds because they are part of you. They belong to you. What you can do is hold yourself accountable and unbind yourself of this burden and gift yourself anew. 
time to put your thinking cap on and ask yourself, what am I fixated with? Figure out the core, the nucleus of this fixation. Get specific and break it down to one word or a short phrase. Then ask yourself, can I move forward with this fixation? If the answer is no, it doesn't feel right, destroy it and transform it into something new that makes you feel good inside, that brings in happy, joyful, light, fun, free feelings and thoughts. Having to re-break the bone and fuse it back together is not easy. We all have wounds that we've potentially buried down, 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 deep, really deep. Some of you may have experienced trauma in your life that you may not want to reopen, and that is okay. Be gentle with yourself. This is all a process, and it takes time. The goal is for you to feel like you again, to feel light, to feel love, to feel at peace. You can start small with the more simple wounds. One of mine that was easiest to move past was the urgency wound. As I started to gain confidence in becoming more calm and less frantic, I moved into transforming the more heavier wounds. This type of transformation truly is a beautiful gift that you can give yourself. I know that you can find strength in your struggles. I believe in you. And I feel like we need to hug it out at the end of this episode. So wrap your arms around yourself and give yourself a big squeeze. Feel all that love. You are amazing. Sending you so much love. See you next time. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it and you'd like to share it with your friends or family, please do. Also subscribe, leave a rating and a comment. I would love to hear from you.